This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to Double Tea Time Date with Dateline in the Mornings. Dateline in the Mornings. I'm going to make it work. ID with Dateline. ID8. Really don't like that. It doesn't work. No. It's fine. This is a date with suspicion. Yeah. I feel like suspicion should be uh, whispered. It sounds yes. better. Yeah. We are doing another ID show in our series of Don't Watch Alone, which the ID network put out a list of a few different episodes from various series on the ID network. And they called it Don't Watch Alone. Question, is it thievery? No. I answer. Are, I feel like we've already talked about this. Well, I'm bringing it up again. They work it... hand in hand with Dateline. It was just the title of an article. Can you steal from one genre to another? Can you steal a trademark for a TV show and put it in another form of media? Like do an interpretive dance. Can you write a song called Don't Watch Alone, but it's, it's Dateline's theme, but that's a TV show. They're totally different genres. Has anyone ever done? You'll never watch alone. Have they taken You'll Never Walk Alone from Carousel and sung You'll Never Watch Alone? I feel like you've also brought that up before because I remember thinking no one knows Carousel. Oh. And I probably even said that at the time. So it may seem like I'm all full of staleness and old news tonight, but I'm not. I have a whole new episode. Woo-hoo. That I'm doing the recap of. That, had you seen it before? Yes. Oh, really? You had seen this one. Yeah, I had. Ah, yeah. dang it. I okay. wasn't sure well, if I had just seen the story on a different show, like if they had recapped that same story or oh. if, but then it, by like halfway through, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the version I saw. This is the one. Yeah. Okay. But it's a really See, good one. This also doesn't make me feel as bad when I'm going off the list from that article because I don't have a choice. I can't pick it and be like, oh, I don't think she's seen this one. It doesn't you matter. You feel bad I have either to pick way. One on the list. There's, well, why would you I, feel it, bad? It's a little like Stump the Expert. Hmm. That's sad. A little bit in my I'm head. A, the expert in watching way, way too much true crime TV. Like, how sad is it that I've seen this one? When I didn't I even, hadn't even heard there was a show called Suspicion. Somehow well, I watched it. I know this is not important or relating to the episode, but um, man, there are so many shows on ID Network. Suspicion. I told you, it takes so long to scroll. Like so I, long. You have to use the search bar because if you were to I scroll by the, yeah. to the S's, it would take like an hour and 45 minutes. Because also once you're into the S's, it's all the way at the end. Just the S's takes like at least 60 seconds. It's crazy yeah. town. Yeah. Um, I did think this episode was worth it. So let's get into it. This is Suspicion. Season one, episode four, called Death Next Door. It's an all right name. It's okay. Uh, It's actually not accurate at all. No, um, it would be. Well, no, it is accurate in a like a broad sense. We'll get to it. Yeah. So everyone was so different in this neighborhood, but they were strange different. That's our opening quote. 
<laughs> from this episode. Uh, I like it already. And I like it. The, the One of the first images we get is footage of like old people, like a shuffling foot in a slipper and a wheelchair. Yeah. And then we pan up to faces and people have zombie makeup on. So I'm like, oh, it's Halloween. Is that what's happening? I didn't notice the zombie makeup. I just thought they did a really good job with the hair of these old extras. They're supposed to look like that. They, oh, well, we'll get to it. One yeah. lady looks like a full on goblin. She's like the female Robert Durst. Bye bye. Like it's <laughs> creepy. Bye bye. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, um, double, double toil and trouble. I as bird and cauldrons double. <laughs> you know, I play the Wicked Witch, right? Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. Never You're, forget. Um, and I wanted it. I wanted that part. <laughs> I was like the only one to audition. Um, anyways, they um, the hair and makeup departments overtime. They were yeah. there from six in the morning. They were the last to leave. Yeah. Because they had to like get the prosthetics off because I'm assuming a lot of this is prosthetics because they do look like Halloween almost. It's creepy. It's like, and then the lead stuff starts to happen to her and she develops what I (laughs) would dub gonorrhea of the face. (laughs) Oh, stop it. So she looks rough. She's like all rashy and like just puffy Uh, and it's not good. An FTD. Yeah. Facially transmitted disease. Yeah. Um, So, well, and I guess it feels like this is a really appropriate episode where... That's totally true. We're doing this, uh, recording this in the apocalypse. This Mm -hmm. seems right. Mm -hmm. Um, So she had opened up a door to hell. And here's where we start our episode. It's the year 2010. Anita is our heroine. She is our main and only interview that we get in this episode. Um... And she's a great interview. She does a great job, which I'm not say I'm not like 100 percent sure that this was the episode I saw, but I recognized her and the mm-hmm. story. So I feel like she might have done this for several other ID network shows. <laughs> I'm glad she did. She should tell her story. She, and she's good at telling it. Yeah. It's not. It's a pleasure to watch Anita. Um, so in 2010, she had already been divorced for 10 years. Uh, but before that, she was married for 18 years. And on her 18th year anniversary, her husband said, honey, what do you want? I'll get you anything you want. And she said, well, good. I want a divorce. <laughs> so immediately we like her yeah. because that's just hysterical. And yeah. she doesn't elaborate. We don't no. need to know more. Mm-mm. Yeah. She wanted out. She got out. Good job. So she moved to Cannesburg, uh to be now this the living situation of this was a little confusing. I hope you got it. I think they're in a duplex. Is that right? She said like next door neighbors. It, and then she would say like apartment. But then she right. said house. Right. And there was a landlord. Right. And they seem to have the same landlord. So I think what we are dealing with is a duplex because they have a shared laundry room underneath. I kind of figured true. it out. Yeah, that's true. But it took me two watches to figure it out. That's good. I'll say that. Well done. Um, it could be a landlord that owns two houses, two properties next to each other, but yeah, he, yeah, they did seem to have a connect, like they different, I don't know. Cause she had her own driveway. Yeah. But it seems like there were two doors on either side, one driveway on one side, one driveway on the other side. They just, 
they, those were their individual, like they had like little townhouses that mm-hmm. were connected. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Anita moves to be with her friend D. Uh, she's all excited because she gets a year lease. That sounds expensive. Um, and the friend says, oh, you're going to love it here. This place is great. It's, you Isn't know. Isn't that not- fairly standard, a year lease? I think that it was more like she paid for the year. That's the feeling I got. What did she want instead? A month to month? I feel like month yeah. to month is what you want. No. In case you're getting itchy feet. Yeah, maybe. I get itchy feet. So yeah. I gotta. No, but usually you it starts off at a year and then goes month to month because they want to yeah. know they can trust you. So she was like so excited she could get a year lease. And I anyway, not important. I just didn't. No, not important. But I'm glad you noticed it, too, because I yeah. was like, yeah, she's really she, that seemed like a win for sure. Um. That's just, for so, me, it seems standard. Yeah, probably so. So we uh, so we get to meet Mike, the landlord, just real, real quick in the reenactment. And oh my this God. is the beginning of um, Wigageddon, where what? every wig for themselves, every wig has a mind of its own. And every wig I, is its own character and is listed in the credits. Correct. He looked like, um, what's that guy who... It's not Pee Wee. He's like the other Pee Wee. And he he was in movies and he had adventures. That's P- Paul Rubens? No, different guy. Different well, Paul, movies. Pee Wee was also in movies and had adventures. No, it's di- I'm a different guy. And it was not Pee Wee. And he had several movies. Like, and he had, he was annoying. He was like, someone's going to know who I'm talking about. And was it at the same time as Pee Wee? Yes, it was in like the 80s, 90s. What kind of movies? Comedies, those like broad comedies. And I can't think of his name. It's like keeps wanting to be Eddie in my head, but that's not Eddie. Um, and well, now it's going to bug me. Yeah, it's OK. We'll 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 if we get it, we'll come back to it. I hope so. OK, because honestly, to me, he looked like um, what's his name from 90 Day Fiance with the Ukrainian scam well the bangs are the same it's that long yeah. hair in the front long bangs parted in the middle and it's weird but, but the wig is pulled down the wig is pulled down so far on his forehead probably to hide his auburn eyebrows so that you wouldn't know that he's a natural ginger right right okay so <laughs> well i had already noticed anita's hair and i was like okay well that's a wig yeah so but better and they did a good job of matching, of trying to match. If you're going for the shape of the wig, it was right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I get the point. It mm-hmm. doesn't, we know it's fake. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. Then after Michael and the Lord leaves, we get foreboding feet again, shuffling with person in the wheelchair, um, but without goblin face. So her new house, she thinks is super, she calls it a house at this point. New house, she thinks is super cute. She's really excited to start over. Um, she is not like that into, she's not like really a meet the neighbors kind of person. I'm not a meet the neighbors kind of person. So I respect that. She's like, here's my phone number. If there's a gas leak, you know, it's like here, if you need to get a hold of me because something happened, which I totally get. Well, and then the next move that she makes is she sees someone next door, goes over to her car, puts her, I, I hope you saw this, puts her hand on the back window where there's condensation, wipes it and then smells it. No, it was dirt. It was like it was like her car had, had gotten something sprayed all over. Why it. is she why is she smelling the dirt? To see if it was mud? I don't I don't it's unclear. I thought it was foreshadowing and it threw me since I had seen this episode before and I couldn't remember if it was one of two things happening. And 
So it kind of was a foreshadowing to me. And so I was like, oh, that was clever. But now it's not a foreshadowing. Now that you know it's not a foreshadowing. Yeah, now that that was an odd choice and made no sense. And they chose to keep it in. So that's yeah. fine. Um, so Anita tells us that she's she's not really going to make friends with the neighbors because she has tons of friends, and I believe it. I would like to be Anita's friend. I was like, yeah, you do. You have a lot of friends, and you probably go to game nights. She's always invited to game nights. Yeah. Um, and she's probably a team captain on something. So <laughs> we see neighbor number one, and... This point just clinches the hair and makeup team working overtime because the wig on neighbor number one is like you took a rat tail comb and had a straight hair Ernest. and teased up the side. It's Ernest. Oh, Ernest. Yeah. Oh, what's he? Who's his friend? Neil? No, who's his friend? Er, Vern. Vern. Vern's his friend that he always talks to the camera real close. I don't think I've ever actually seen any of these movies. Ernest, Ernest goes to jail. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest yeah. scared stupid. Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest in the army. Oh my gosh. I don't think I've seen it. I just think I've seen the previews. Did Ernest actually go to jail in real life? Did he actually go? I That could be a Pee Wee Herman thing you're, we're thinking of. That's why I'm asking. Did they both go? Did Pee Wee and Ernest both wind up in um, the slammer? Oh, he's he's has since passed on. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It, I bet he left his family a lot of money. He was a longtime chain smoker. That's what it says. Um, it does not say anything about jail. So oh, we're, good. we're good. Yeah, that's great. He, His nephew wrote a book about his uncle entitled The Importance of Being Earnest. <laughs> really? That's funny. It's like one of my it's like one of my favorite plays. It's really funny. But that's stolen. He stole it. It's not, we just discussed that. I think it's an homage. I think Oscar Wilde is fair game at this point. I had um, honestly completely forgotten about Ernest until this moment. I honestly think that I'm really surprised that I've never seen any of those movies. I just have seen the previews or I saw it in like I Heart the 80s, I Heart the 90s. But not on accident? Like not I ever just like turned it on and because he he was on like normal TV. He would have come on like USA or something. They would have shown the Ernest movies. Yeah, I think that's just really not my jam. Whose jam is it? If you're an Ernest fan out there, let us know. Or if you were Jeff or like Foxworthy? your dad was or was an Ernest fan. No, I'm saying if Jeff, if you're that kind of person, then you might also be a Jeff Foxworthy fan. Isn't that his joke? <laughs> yeah, you might be a redneck. Um or maybe if you like the Pee Wee movies, or maybe if you just like like National Lampoon movies, which I actually do really like certain National Lampoon movies. I just have never seen any of those. Ernest, I like that you have no to shit. qualify it with certain ones. I like well, certain. <laughs> I know. It's fine. I, it's the truth. But the ones I like, I really like. Me too. I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, is Christmas Vacation one of those? Of course. Duh. Yeah. Thank God. All right. We were about to have an argument on microphone. Okay, that people might never hear. So, anyways, <laughs> you would have um, it out. But anyways, yeah. landlord looks like Ernest. Ernest with a black, black, heavily banged wig. Correct. Let's talk about neighbor number one who has a teased up sort of witchy esque hairdo that's like, just teased on the side by her ears to make her just look like a little bit wacky. It's like they took a bird's nest and glued it to the top right. slash back. 
and that's all and then the rest is fine but like right on top is like do you feel like it it would have been better to have her just be greasy yeah greasy maybe would have been a better look it would have been creepier i think yeah maybe um so then we see a wheelchair couple for the 50th time already and she says that she describes them as both being very ragamuffin homeless yeah she does that's what they look like um and she also says that they're not nice. No one is nice. When she approaches neighbor number one, she like really quickly goes in her house and the wheelchair couple, ragamuffin homeless folks are like, they don't really want to talk. They're not into... It almost seems like they're just ignoring her creepily. Just like, yeah. like she's not even there. The guy would be like, am I a ghost? What's happening? Oh, oh that'd be crazy. Did I die? Did and I is die? Is this where I ended up? Oh, that's a good point. My um, hell is living in Wisteria Lane, but with elderly ill people i it's so appropriate for this time and yet inappropriate for this time <laughs> um so they so anita says that every day her and d sit out on the porch they you know drink their beers or whatever coffees and have a gossip girl sesh um mostly about the neighbors so they're just like nosy nellies but they just sort of keep it to themselves they just gossip about all the weirdos the friend did not say anything about how weird these neighbors are before she convinced her best friend to move in next door i would have told you i would have been like you got to get over here this is wild right you got to come down here yeah because that adds to your ambiance like even if you love your house and you're not but if you're not totally comfortable with like the people around you that can add to or lessen your enjoyment of your safe happy place in your house that is true and yeah like the friend did not even warn her friend barely yeah. seems to notice no because they gossip about it yeah that's a that's a very good point um they said that they feel like they were like basically dropped in the middle of this like weird storyline that's already happening and then there's these two normal people with all these sort of creepy ragamuffin weirdos i think they also think they're like young single gals so they think they well they are they're well it's hard to tell from the actor like i couldn't get a grip on how old the reenactor lady was supposed to be 38 41 um, i don't know 44 between 35 and 45 okay that's fair okay but i think they think they're like you know sex in the city ladies and they were dropped into like golden girls Yes, I think they are. I think they're still in cougar phase, not in grandma phase. Um, so, Not Anita's, cougar phase. They're in like cougar phase, right? Because aren't you a cougar when you're in your 40s? Yeah, but only if you're dating a younger man. Yeah. So they're just in single 40s. Yeah. What, what's that called? Flirty 40s? Yeah, that sounds okay. good. There we go. I like it. Um, so speaking of flirty 40s, Anita gets asked out by this guy, Raymond, at work. And she's not that excited about it, you know, whatever. She's happy being single. Um, but her and D get to talk about that. And basically, D made living there fun for Anita. Aw, friendship. One night, Anita is taking her medication, and she notices that the bottle seems a little light. She had just had this prescription filled and counts out the pills, and a bunch are missing. It's sleeping pills. Is it sleeping pills? Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Um which that would kind of weird me out. But I would also just think the pharmacy had made a mistake. Wouldn't you? <sighs> Although they're not supposed to make a mistake. They're but I really have gotten, not. I've gotten a wrong prescription before. Yeah, I have too. I'm on like 800 medications. 
And mm-hmm. I so I go to the pharmacy like constantly and they really mm-hmm. don't make that many mistakes. They occasionally give me like the wrong they just type it up wrong from the prescription. I don't oh. know. To have like half of them be missing and you had just filled it and you look at the date, that's kind of weird. I don't know if I would immediately jump to someone's been in my house. I would think the pharmacy made a mistake. I would not think someone had been in my house. Yeah, I guess I probably wouldn't think that either. Although it's a brand new place where you're living. But also your best friend lives next door. Right. So probably you're a little feeling a little bit safer knowing that there's somebody like the neighborhood watches for real. Right. It's your best friend watching out for you. Um, But yeah, agreed. So Ray is still Ray at work is still asking for dates. And finally, Anita agrees to go to dinner with him, but she won't let him call it a date. I don't know why they're telling you. She's telling us this. <laughs> it adds like, character. We get to the it. Story. You're playing hard she's to get. Really funny. I can't tell if she's playing hard to get or if she's really not interested. But I misunderstood I the timeline of her divorce. So I thought she had like just been divorced. I thought so too. And then when I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, oh, no, 18 years and then 10 years. So no, she's in her late 40s. She has to be then. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 18 18 years, years. so 28 years. So let's say 20 to 38, and then at 48, she's 10 years divorced. She got married at 20, Mm -hmm. divorced at 38, then, right? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So while she's waiting for, while Anita is waiting for Ray to pick her up, she is sort of looking out the window, you know, probably trying to check out what car he drives or whatever, um, and she sees a lady in the middle of the street with binoculars, and she's looking at something. And then you're just like, well, that's really strange. Let me get my binoculars. What the heck? <laughs> like, I have binoculars, but that's because I I do own binoculars, but they're like um, from my dad. Like, I don't know how I, why did he have them? Probably for like something weird, like bird watching or something. But like, um, I, they're old. They're from like his, from like the 70s. And I just really like the case that they're in. And I think they're cool. And I I've, love old binoculars. They're cool. They're cool. And I've brought mm-hmm. them to several plays if I'm sitting. It's the best. If I were to go to yeah. like see a show and I was sitting so far back. But I didn't think everyone had binoculars. So you could just have a binocular face off. from. Well, they're like- not cheap, right? <laughs> like it wouldn't be something I'd buy. It wouldn't be something that I, it wasn't something I thought to put on my registry. Let's put it that way. And I don't know why I would ever buy them. Mm-mm. But. A play Unless is you're a really like good reason to Jessica have Jessica Fletcher or something. No, yeah, that's well, if, no, that's one eyeglass. That's a, oh, I'm uh, sure she's that. used binoculars multiple times. Uh, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, probably. Um, but I feel like she'd also borrow someone else's. Can I see those? And then they, yeah, okay. So, anyways, um, she's Anita grabs her own set of binoculars and she's staring at the woman. And she says the woman is acting odd, like kind of moving around, like she's trying. It looks like she's like trying to catch somebody in an affair. And I'm like. Absolutely. That's the only reason I could think of that you'd be staring. But why why you would be in the middle of the street and not hiding with your binoculars is yeah. beyond me. Yeah. It's a little obvious to be in the middle of the street. Um, then all of a sudden in the reenactment, the woman turns around and points through the window at Anita watching with her binoculars. Um, and that's super creepy. And Anita doesn't tell us that happened. So I don't know if that happened. <laughs> but it made for a cool thing because it's another one of these witchy women. Yeah, like, witchy woman is looking and just turns and points at you. I'd be like, I am a full-on ghost. And she senses my spirit. And I'm in hell, right? Yeah, yeah full-on. Yeah. yeah. Um, or you're in some, like, ne- neater world. Like, you're in yeah. a weird halfway place. Okay. Anyways, um, 
So Ray finally shows up. And Wait, but when the lady stares at her, doesn't she like duck behind the corner really fast? The reenactment girl? And I'd be like, stand strong. You were caught her spying and now you've been caught spying, but you're going to duck behind the corner like that out of fear. I'm saying this as a viewer, as Kimberly, I would have peed my pants though. You absolutely would have jumped 10 feet in the air to the left and probably re-sprained your ankle, to be honest. Just, <laughs> and I would have done the same. I would have gone down so fast, like a bullet. Yeah, like um, Pam from The Office. She like hits yeah, the floor. Exactly. Yeah, just hit the deck. Um, so Ray shows up and Ray's very bold and is like, I'm just going to go ask her what's going on. I like Ray. I like that attitude because I'd never do that. Um, and I don't think Oliver would do that. Oliver's not going to do that. I could see um, Oliver doing it. And I think he'd do it like Ray, which was like very polite and not aggressive towards the lady. Like, ma'am, excuse me, is every, you know, like, is everything okay? Not like, why the heck are you staring at my friend's house with binoculars? Oh, yeah. You know, Oliver would do yeah. it in a nice way. I think. He would do it in a nice way, but I think he'd also just be like, that's weird. Let's get out of here. Let's go to dinner. I don't know if he'd want it. I don't know. Um, so she turns around and says, when, what is she, when did I give you permission to talk to me? Like the way that she's talking is so weird. Half British, like weird New England. What gives you the right? Yeah, it's almost like a witchy voice. Take, take, take all the take. Weird. It's bizarre and it's hard to understand what she's saying. And it is alarming. But I don't know if the director gave the reenactment actress that note. Like... You're also British, maybe. Or you're from, you're from like the original Mary Poppins movie. Or you're just like in a general Europe. Right. Just, you're yeah. not from here. Right. So, um, so then, so she's really defensive more than anything else. She's not like upset. Well, of course she's defensive though. I don't know why they said that. Like she's, she, she feels like she got caught, but again, she's in the middle of the street. So obviously something is wrong with her, right? Like there's, there's something off. Um, so they go to dinner and that's the end of that. Now, Anita says every neighborhood is strange, but the people in this neighborhood are dirty and lethargic and everything is strange. Every neighborhood has like a little strange in it, but this is really off. Um, so the next scene we have is Dee and Anita in the laundry room. And Dee is telling Anita that basically she's just being snotty when she's bringing up that the neighborhood is weird because she isn't used to the city. She's from the country. She says, this isn't the country. City folks are just different. Is that? And that's I was, backwards. I thought so too. I rewound okay, thank it. God. Yeah. I thought they the, were more in the country. But well, she, the country mouse is the bumpkin, right? And so the country mouse is supposed to be like, I've never done any of this. And then, right? <laughs> isn't she, that? She's making it sound like, yeah, you're right. Like Anita's like a snobby country girl who's like judging all the city folk. Because she so, literally says, this isn't the country, comma, city folk, not folks, are just different. And I was like, what? Was that I on it? But I thought they were more in a, um, a not rural, but like they were not in the city. They seem to be like in a little town. I'm. I'm super confused. Do you think that she said the line wrong and they needed to switch it? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that's what happened because it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I was very Um, confused. But then at the very end, we do find out about something that's very city like that is near to them. So see, I don't agree. 
I feel like that's something that would be out. Out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, man. We'll never know. Do you think the actress got it wrong and then no one caught it? Because that's more likely what I think happened. Uh, yes, I think they got it wrong. Wanted to leave the line in and editing and went back and forth. There was a little bit of an email chain. What do we do? No, just leave it. No one will notice. No one will notice. No one's going to recap this show for like a podcast or something. No, what's no. A, a podcast? What's a podcast? Right. I'm just kidding. That's not, I don't know how old this episode is. Probably not that old. Um, so anyways, um, so then D tells Anita that I think this machine is eating my underwear. Um, <laughs> to D which is, Anita says. What? Maybe it's hungry. That's clever. It's a quip. It's fun. Um, what I don't like here is the term that they keep using for underwear because underwear isn't the term that they're using. They're using the P-A-N-T-I-E-S word. And I, I shan't say it because I don't like it. Yeah. Like they use it multiple times. And then the conversation gets weirder because she's like, she says, maybe they ate it. And then the friend is like, no, blah, 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 blah. I just bought like a 10 pack and they're gone already. And Anita's like, they're not in there. And I was like, Anita, what has she just been trying to tell you? They're gone. And then the friend goes, maybe these are them and goes through another hamper. And Anita's like, those are mine and grabs them out of her hand. And, and I was like, yeah, this does get real weird in the laundry room. I think they're getting tired of each other. I think the actresses, yes, it's getting late and they've had to do the scene more than once. And they're like, I only signed up to do the scene once. Because D keeps messing up the city country line. And so they're just like, forget it. Just go. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. We're rolling. Sound speeding. Let's go. Like they just have to keep going. Yes. Um, but. The coup de gras, as Dennis would say, comes. Um, so Anita tells Dee about her pills, that there were some pills missing. And Dee has probably the dumbest comment of the entire episode, which is, who would want my dirty P word or your pills? <laughs> oh, my God. Half the population. Perverts. Anyone that's a pervert or on drugs. Right. Anyone that has... A drug habit? Oh, you know what else? Anyone that has a money problem. Right. Any are there any of those around? So I I don't D seems like a little bit of a bumpkin yeah. in this scene. I'm not sure what's up with her. Um so Anita thinks that definitely someone is breaking in. Uh and it's gotta be the landlord with the weird wig. Yeah. So I would think the same thing. <laughs> so they call Michael and Anita says, Look, Something weird is going on here. I'm going to change the locks. And he actually sounds sorry and says, please be my guest, change all the locks. And he won't have a key anymore. So they change all the locks and then they make coffee. That's not a foreshadow of anything. That's just something that happens in the scene. So moving on. Well, it was it's her new friend, uh, Ray, who changes the lock for her. Oh, that's true. Thank you. Good point. And she kind of is looking at him like, hmm, maybe it's nice to have Ray around. Also, Ray is surprisingly handsome for a reenactment actor. Yeah. To me. He looks like sort of the poor man's Vince Vaughn. Oh, I thought the same thing. Yes. Yes. Um, so maybe true detective Vince Vaughn. He's a little rough. Um, okay. So now it's four months later and Anita is starting to get sick. She's got stomach cramps. She would like vomit for no reason, which sounds awful. Goes to the doctor. Doctor has no answers, says she's perfectly healthy. Two months after that, 
The neighborhood is progressively getting weirder and weirder, and Dee starts getting weird. Dee can't stop talking to herself, and in the reenactment, she's having this, like, unbelievably long conversation, um, and Anita says, well, with no one, just, like, outside to herself, and Anita says that her friend is starting to look like someone who's addicted to drugs. She looks like an addict, mm-hmm. um, which is scary, and Anita gets pretty scared. But then she says there's a ray of life that comes into the neighborhood when a family moves in with young children. And everybody in that family is happy and normal, and you can hear the kids playing, and the mom says, time for dinner and all that stuff. So it it makes her feel like life is normal because it's not just her and witchy women and wheelchair folks. Um, but then there's a scary night. Anita wakes up to screaming, and there's someone saying, turn around and look at me! Don't you turn your back on me. I've had it with you. I'm going to kill you. Do you hear me? Stuff like that. And I'm wondering if the actor that did all that yelling had to ad lib. <laughs> I hope so. I, w- I would have run out of stuff is what I'm saying. Um, and so it does go on for a while. <laughs> Anita's really scared because it sounds like the woman is literally going to kill someone. So Anita in her good snooping self sneaks out of her house peeks through the fence without binoculars though right no this is our own eyes her own two eyes she goes out in her slippies and she sees a woman screaming at a dog how do you feel about that unacceptable yeah i figured she might be upset um and she said that she was talking to the dog like it was a full-on adult it's kind of like she thought it was an adult not just like that's how she treated the dog it was like she was kind of going crazy and like thinking the dog was a person maybe it was an anna magnus maybe the person had turned into the dog right like totally. it was serious serious black. black yeah yeah so nothing's making sense to anita i'm just gonna bring this up now and early i feel like i would probably move i would have moved yeah 100 percent. i would be gone i would also be heavily heavily blaming my friend who encouraged me to move into this neighborhood but the friend is having a psychotic break. You can't blame Dee when she's like having a conversation with her dead uncle outside. I guess. But you're sick too. Wouldn't you think like something? Wouldn't, what would you think? You'd figure it. Wouldn't you figure? But maybe when you're sick, your brain's not working properly. Well, I think that's kind of the problem with this whole right. thing. Because Anita doesn't seem like a person that's not intelligent. Right. No, totally. Um. So two weeks later... It's actually Dee that tells Anita she's going to move. Um, She's been in some sort of relationship. We didn't hear about it until now, but she's going to live with him because her health is just deteriorating. No, I think it's because bros before hoes. I think she ditched her friend. The second she had a boyfriend, she could move out of that hellhole they're living in. Yeah, that could be it too. But Anita's kind about it, at least. Anita is like, I'll miss you. I love you. You know, hugs. And I was like, I'd be like so pissed. The friend said, I, I'll call you. That's what D says in the reenactment. And I was like, D. What's D, going on, D? Girlfriend? I don't know. I think D is paranoid too and probably thought Anita was stealing her underoos. <laughs> That's who the conversation was with. The dog. Do was we know she really has this boyfriend? She's been talking to herself. Does oh, yeah, that's true. She, does she really have a boyfriend? I'm moving in with Jason. Jason's not real. He is real. George Glass. He's from Canada and he loves me. George Glass. 
<laughs> He's taking me away from this place. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude. Stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Bravo, bros. Good job. So then coffee's ready. It's Raymond talking. He's moved in. And Anita finally feels safe. Um... The neighborhood still seems weird, but Raymond just thinks that Anita is paranoid. Um, When they're having this conversation by the window, so pretty much from the last scene on, we don't see Anita out of her bathrobe. She's in this sort of robe the whole time. And she's drinking her little coffee, and Raymond's talking to her, saying she's bananas, you know, everything's fine. They're just all a little off. It's okay. But there is a woman outside the window with a tennis racket and a tennis ball. Who's that? Was that the mom of the two young kids? No, it's a blonde lady. Tennis. Is that an extra that wandered over from another set? I don't know who it is, but they're outside the window the whole time. And it's like, we don't have anything. They've got to have busy work. We can't just have them walk by. And so they gave them two things. (laughs) Like a Barbie tennis player. Yeah, it was confusing. So she says that everyone looks like the walking dead in the neighborhood at this point, even the family that is so full of life. The kids will be outside, but they're not playing anymore. They're just screaming at each other and crying. And the mom comes on the scene. and She looks like she's been doing drugs for six months. It's not good. Um, Anita says it's like we were being poisoned. And the next shot we have of her is her pouring a glass of water. I don't know. <laughs> what I don't know. What could it be? It's weird. In the mirror, day by day, she says she's growing older, like really quickly. She's got hemorrhaging around her nose and her eyes, and her hair's falling out. This is where she got the FSD, the gonorrhea of the face. Yes, and her wig got cheaper. Yeah, because like, it's just fallen out yeah. in chunks. Um. So at this point, I'm gonna say, Google it, girl. Yeah. Google it. Also, have you seen multiple doctors or just you saw one doctor at the very beginning of the sickness? They're in the city, right? They can go to multiple doctors. Yes, you're down with the sickness for real, like right now. Yes, yes, you can find a specialist. You can find a lot on the Internet now. Um, Yeah, it's not it's not in your head. Why would Ray even be telling her it's not as he looked at her? Has he seen the horror show that we had to see on her face? He thinks she's beautiful no matter what. <laughs> you are beautiful no matter what, what they the say. Gonorrhea so, of the face. Can't bring you down. Okay, so, but it is like, I would feel like if I was having blood vessels bursting around my 
I feel like I know that that's poisoning. Does that make sense? I would know enough to know I that something was wrong. I thought it looked more wrong. like she had like the worst flu ever. Like she had been blowing her nose too much. And that's why it was so red around that area. I don't but know. But if, if I hadn't been blowing my nose that much and I was red around that area, I'd be like something is. Something's wrong. Go see another doctor. Go see as many as you have to. I know it's not easy because you're feeling bad. And you maybe medical care, you can't afford it. But you had a job. Also, she appears to be staying home from work, right? She has to. She has She's to really be. sick. So I don't know how she's losing money or is she on sick leave? I don't know what's happening with that. We don't know what her job is. Anyways. Good question. But we she did worked not get that with much Ray. Information. So. Yes. Um, and then two weeks later, Ray starts to change. Um, <laughs> it's so like they're all zombie. like. It's like a full on. He started to change. He it went is. Through the he, he's going through the change. Yeah. Um, he's like snapping at her and just very out of character. And this is when the actor playing Ray really gets to show his chops and does this like, drink your water already, yelling at her with this horrible look on his face. Like Betty and, Davis in like, yeah. um, what's the movie with her and the sister in the wheelchair? Um, Whatever happened to baby Jane? Yes. But you are in that chair, Blanche. <laughs> you are in that chair. It's so weird. It's so it's not okay. I think that also um, the makeup department should get some sort of a daytime award yeah. for his complete transformation into zombie Ray. Yeah. Yeah. He looks real bad. Um, so one night she wakes up in the middle of the night and she's just itching all over. And it's she says it's like flea bites from head to toe, which is it really flea bites? Because when she pulls the covers back, there's no bites on Ray at all. So is it imaginary flea bites? No, I think it was she... just a rash. Okay, so it was bumps. I was just like, was she just feeling? Or was she, a, is it, it could be like a neurological, she was right. just feeling itchy. But she sees her, when she pulls off the covers, her legs look like she has measles on her legs. Like someone took a red marker and drew measles all over her legs. Like she's, um, the redhead pig, pig, Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking's cheeks. But maybe she imagined those and and the itching, or maybe it was a rash, like a real rash. It was a symptom. I, I need to go look at those legs. I've been really into special effects makeup now, and they have like this silicone that you can like, it comes in this little syringe, and you can basically make little raised things yeah. that look exactly like skin. I don't um, think this was like that. They didn't have the budget or the time. It would take hours. So they're like, no, get the red Stampy marker and go quick. You have 10 seconds. Get your stipple brush. Okay. So anyways, they're also acting like really strung out, by the way, this whole time. Yeah. She's talking like this. Like she can barely hear you. It's like two addicts trying to talk to each other. It's like it, It is. No, it's like heroin city in there. It's and like there's no light. It's just like everything but changes. I think that's why I don't blame them at this point for not seeking medical attention because I think they're so out of it they don't know what's mm-hmm. happening to them I think you're exactly right um so the next morning after the flea bite night Anita gets up pours a cup of coffee goes out to the porch like always and is taking her sips of coffee and then all of a sudden she like licks her lips and tastes chemicals for the first time Dang time. So we all knew this a few minutes ago because <laughs> we figured it out. And by a few minutes ago, I mean 25 minutes ago, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and she she realizes, oh my God, 
Ray has been poisoning me this whole time. He's been, I've been poisoned. I don't know why he's poisoning me. None of it makes any sense. She's just, she's really, really scared. So she waits for him to leave the apartment. And then over the phone, she tells him, I want you out. Don't come back. Don't come back to this apartment. Which she had the presence of mind to do that. I thought that was good. No, it's really good. Also, I would have probably left, though. That's what we had the exact same conversation in that mystery perfect man on Dateline, like the perfect guy. Yeah. You just leave. Even if you don't have your things, you can get them later. No, but I mean, I would have waited for him to leave, but I wouldn't have. I would have left and then broken up with him. But I would have been at a friend's or in a hotel. Why aren't you going to D's? Go stay with D for a little bit. Is she still in contact with D? Like, because does she know that if D has moved away, she's now feeling better? Also, why does she think Ray was poisoning D or doing anything to all the rest of the neighbors? Unclear. She's not thinking clearly. No, not at all. She's only focused on that she's really sick and probably doesn't see everybody else as sick. I think she also thinks that Dee is addicted to drugs. And I'm thinking maybe confronted her about it and they had a big fight because Dee's like, I'm not addicted to drugs. And she's like, I know you yes. are. Here's the proof. And then, oh, we're, and then it was like, you took my pills. Like, I bet you it was something like that. But then when Dee moves away and maybe starts to feel better, wouldn't she realize what was happening and then go back to check on her friend? Um, I would do... Who looked I like would do death that. when you saw her in a bathrobe? Death in a bathrobe. And maybe she doesn't remember. Maybe it's all blacked out. It's all foggy. She doesn't even remember she had a friend that she lived next door to? Maybe. Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. These are Maybe good her questions. new boyfriend really did take her to Canada. And he's yeah, maybe real. she's really far away. Maybe she lives in like Puerto Rico. Like she moved to an island. She's out. Very strange. So many questions about D. I don't think yeah. D's a very good friend. I think that we can surmise that maybe D is not as good of a friend as Anita. Um, okay. So she tells Ray, don't come back. Um, I don't want you here anymore. He calls her every day every hour and is like switching personalities every time he's either crying like i would never hurt you or he's like really scary calm and it's like i love you i want to come home now that kind of yeah uh, that really weird switch um and anita's in her bathrobe the whole time with the whitest tie it's white her (laughs) bathrobe is like a like a did you notice that? Her tie does not go with that bathrobe. Especially now that she's been living in it for the past several months. That's a weird choice for the costumer to make. Yeah. They were like, oh, but see, we're, we're going to make her seem even. Something. Oh, oh, okay. Like, oh, she's a white belt in bravery. It's a white belt the beginners, though, right? So don't the little kids, they're white belts. So she's a, she's a beginner at fighting up for her, standing up for herself. And then later, her belts changes color. <laughs> yes. Oh, they definitely love to do that. I like it when <laughs> costumers do that. And I like it when directors ask for, I want the color tones to change through the scene. So we're starting in blues, but then we're getting to red as we get to like the climax. And then at the end, it's, you know, it's like tranquility again. We've reached that like understanding. And I'm always just staring going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your budget? Uh-huh. Okay. You want me to do this with $300? Great. How big is the cast? 25 people. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's very weird. Um, Anita's like kind of crumbling in place without Ray there. You see, again, we're seeing outside the window. She's on the phone with Ray and um, 
there's just garbage all over the street. Now there's just trash. There's like a cardboard box. There's like another bathrobe out there. She could go grab that bathrobe. That's someone left their robe. <laughs> oh my God. There's like the weirdest stuff in the street. Um, but Anita Again, is telling us. Again, if you're us, thinking clearly, you go, my town has gone to hell in a period of four months. Something's up. Or like, just my street. My street. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's happening here? It's um, like the Twilight Zone. She says that. Or she I, says it's like the Walking Dead. The people on the street, that's what they look like. Yeah. So she is so, so scared of Raymond at this point. Um, One day she pulls up, she goes out, which I was like, you went out. Yeah, she looked better in that scene too. It was like, did you go to work or to the store? No, she was a weekend. So I think she just went to go get supplies, which now we all know too well about that. Um, This is a very mirroring episode for real life. Um, So she pulls up to her, I wrote apartment. She must have said apartment and the door to her. Oh, and then I wrote house. Okay, whatever. The door to her abode is open and she goes inside and her closet is completely torn apart. The jewelry that she had hidden inside the house was all gone and she had like hidden it around, I guess. So no one would know where it was. Um, But Raymond knew where it was. But also, wouldn't anyone going through someone's apartment like, sir, how good, unless these are like, you know, those puzzle boxes that you can't tell how to open it and there's jewelry in it. You would, if you spend enough time in someone's house, you could find their hiding spots, right? Unless they were like a hidden wall But that was my question. How long was she gone? Got birthday party all day. I like, can't she believe she went anywhere because she couldn't even walk or get out of bed. She said she couldn't even lift her head, and she said she <sighs> felt like a hundred. But then, for some reason, on one day she felt really good. Maybe I mean, think you do with like chronic pain issues. Some days you have good days, and you're like, I'm feeling it, and I'm feeling it. I'm gonna have a good day, and I'm gonna take advantage of feeling good, and I'm gonna go out. Yeah, I'm mm. not barfing. I'm back, you know, and then you feel tired later. That makes okay. That would that would make sense because I was confused too about why she was in the streets doing stuff. Um, Maybe she had to go ch- like to the lawyer or something, or the police about the restraining order. That's true. Did we, you already get to that point that she got a restraining order? Right now okay. she's doing it. So no, it's great. So she calls the police to like try to report this robbery and they don't really take her seriously. They're like, just make sure you make a list of everything and report it to your insurance. They didn't even um, come out to her house. I have a feeling she sounded real wacky at this point. So the police maybe aren't taking her seriously. That's a for great her. point. I didn't because think they of that. do, they do take her seriously later. Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, she's convinced that murder is next on Ray's list. It's thiever, thieves, robbery, murder, um, gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Gif- yeah, exactly. So she puts trash bags over her windows because that's probably the smartest thing to make it inconspicuous. You put trash bags over your windows because no one thinks that's weird. Now her street looks full on Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, or like... With trash like bags in the windows. Heroin house after heroin yeah. house. Just like doors open, trash bags over the windows, garbage in the streets. Uh, and a bathrobe. Bathrobes, <laughs> a toilet over there. Um, So she gets a restraining order, thank God, put on Ray. Police, she doesn't feel like the police are taking her seriously, but it's more like she's paranoid. Um, They say they're going to drive by. She's like, but he's still driving by. And I'm like, because the police aren't staking out your house. They're not going to be there every second. If they catch him, then they'll grab him. So she does the smartest thing she could do. And it's the only sane thing to do at this point, which is she sits on her bathroom floor for four days with a gun. 
and waits for him to come through the door so Who she can gave shoot this him. Woman a gun? That's where she went out. You and I are being foolish. She went out to Walmart, got the gun, came back, and they gave her a gun. She looked better that day because she had the gonorrhea was gone on the face that day, or she had covered it up with makeup. She looked a lot better that day. Or this, they shot the scenes out of order, and so they couldn't do that look yet. Or Walmart will give anyone a gun. That was my next point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's. I think that's a that was a good move. Is you just sit on in the bathroom and wait, and then she's in the bathroom so she can pee. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to pee in a bag. She didn't have food though. Like you still have to go get up to go get some food. I think she had packed a little thing, like a bunch oh. of cheeses. I don't know, a Hostess cupcake. But it didn't look comfortable because she literally like you. If you're gonna stake out for four days in the bathroom, you gotta have some padding because that floor is unforgiving. So I thought she'd put towels down. I would have assumed. She, or pillows, something. But did she hide her car so that you would think she wasn't home? I don't know what the thought process was there. Yeah, I don't think there. She's not really thinking at this point. Um, but then she gets a phone call and she answers the phone. Ray, <laughs> yes. and it's it's not Ray. It's the police. She almost sounded hopeful that it was him, though. I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, I thought that's what she was going to say it. I think she was going to entice him at that point. Like, I've been waiting here for four days. I kind of thought she was going to do, like, a stand my ground thing and, like, lure him into the house and yeah. then shoot him and then it would be done, you know? Right. But she doesn't do that. No. Um, but she didn't do instead? that, did you? That's What's that? That's the mink thing. That's the Bill Hader mink Oh, impression. yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so she, the phone call she gets is the police. And Ray has been arrested. So he's arrested. He's found guilty of violation of the restraining order, stalking, and harassment. Can I just say one thing? When they arrest him, the the actor, the reenactment, when they're doing, they slam him up against the police car in slow motion. And his cheek hits the window and does this bounce back. And you see, like, all of the skin hitting the window and then doing the, and it's because it's in slow motion. And it was very dramatic. I totally missed that. That's amazing. Oh, that's real good. That's it. He used that for his reel. Yeah, he did. You know, he did. He's like, hey, I got this great thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so. He did. I'm not even shaming. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. No, I'm sure. He did. A, they all actually did a pretty good. The acting in this is not terrible at all. It, there's other parts that like a budget would have fixed, but. Yeah. It's good. Um, okay. So um, Anita is finally like, uh, she feels relief because he's been picked up. She thinks she's not going to get murdered. Um, and she thinks that this poisoning is finally going to stop because somehow she is convinced that even though he's not living in the house, he's still poisoning her. Yeah. I don't know how she thought that was happening. Also, the weird stuff happened before he moved in and before right. she changed the key and he never had a key. I don't know. It's like, like, didn't her pills go missing before she went on a date with him? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now it's two weeks later after he's arrested and she's getting sicker and sicker. Um, she calls the warden because she's like, it's not him. This is something. I don't know what it is, but he can't be poisoning me from inside prison. Although he could if he had a partner. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Or mm -hmm. twin. Whatever. Or D was in on it, but she doesn't go that far. Thank God. <laughs> what if he she... and D were in cahoots? See? See, I was thinking he, him and the landlord, but that's way better. D, him and D were actually yeah, having an affair. But for mm -hmm. I don't know why, because he tried really hard to 
win Anita over. So Right. Well, I'm moving in with my boyfriend, but we don't ever get to see. We didn't know she was dating anyone. Yeah, it's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways, that's that's happening. She calls the warden to say she's making a mistake and she's trying to get him out of jail. Mm -hmm. But they're not. That's not. That's not the way it works. You can't just. You can't just like retract it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's not how this happens. Um, they won't even let her speak to him. She has to s- send a petition to the judge so she can actually speak to him in prison, um, which I don't imagine any judge would agree to. She's the one that had the restraint. She's the one that the restraining order was violated against. This whole, was- the whole thing to me and how long he's in jail, which we'll find out soon, is mm-hmm. like shocking to me that it was taken that seriously because most stalking cases that you see on mm-hmm. Dateline and such, these mm-hmm. like first time offenses and stuff, it would mm-hmm. he wouldn't have jail time or he'd be out in like 30 days. This is like turning into a huge ordeal where he's like in prison. And well, of course it works in this case. It works when it's not supposed to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But also, I think he might have been being a little scary. I think he was. I think he definitely was. I don't think this was like... No, that's true. It just wasn't his of right mind Fault. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at this point, she's so sick. She says what you said, can't lift my head, can't lift her head, can't put her shoes on, can't lift her purse. She feels like she's dying. Like every day she feels like she's dying. She can like barely get out of bed. The best time of her day is just in bed. Um, finally, after six weeks after petitioning the judge, the phone call with Raymond happens She's apologizing like crazy and telling him, I'm going to get you out. I'm going to do everything I can to get you out. And he says, Neats, there's something in the water, which he calls her Neats the whole time. And I thought that was Oh, so I cute. didn't catch that. That's cute. Yeah. Instead of Anita, I thought that was cute. He says, there's something in the water. And then she says, but who's doing it? Okay, Scott, stop getting hung up on this. And it's really irritating. She asked that question about what we're about to find out in about 90 seconds. Wouldn't she just be like, what? Right. You'd be like, how do you know? Are you sure? Not who. But that's like that paranoia, right? You're just fixated on it that someone is doing it to you. Is it the government? Um, Yes. That's the next, you know. (laughs) Is it aliens? So he says, I don't know, but something is wrong with it. Wait, there's an episode of Seinfeld where they are doing reenactments at the hospital and they're getting paid Kramer and his friend Mickey to be reenactors so they yeah. can patients they can be diagnosed so they have to go and pretend they have oh, illnesses no. so the doc the medical students can see find their diagnoses and they get assigned different things and like mm-hmm. they get good roles or bad roles and Kramer comes in and he slams his card down the table and he goes well I've got it gonorrhea <laughs> and he goes he goes and they're like what and he goes gonorrhea they gave it to me and george goes who the government (laughs) (laughs) and it's a perfect tie-in here because i keep saying gonorrhea of the face it is perfect that's really good i like it it's all full circle this episode (laughs) oh man only he can deliver a line (laughs) like that that's really good um so she's apologizing like crazy he's probably really upset but she says he's really sick he sounds really frail when she's talking to him yeah Um, but how long had it been? See, wouldn't he be better by then? I think it's going to take a minute. They've been poisoned for him, but he hadn't been poisoned for that long. Right. I don't know. I feel like there's some details left out of this. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, 
So from that point forward, she uses no water. She doesn't eat anything from the icebox. She puts filters on all of her waters, which I don't even know if that's enough. She drinks bottled water, um, nothing, nothing mm-hmm. with water from the house. Mm-hmm. So it's at this point that I almost shut off the episode and texted you and said, we can't do this anymore because we find out that this whole time, as we see this lovely neighborhood, 50 feet on the other side, there's this huge fence and a big sign that says no trespassing. And behind that is a giant industrial plant. (laughs) And I was like, you couldn't have told us that sooner, people. Well, then the episode doesn't work. <laughs> it's true. But then I'm questioning Anita because I, I like you, Anita. But you didn't but think of that. Have you ever seen Aaron Brockovich? Have you seen any movie? <laughs> well, this is it Aaron Brockovich? This was in 2010. What year was Aaron Brockovich? Probably 2000. 2000. So she should have seen it or have heard of it. Is Aaron Brockovich the water? Yeah, it's water being poisoned. Okay. So turns out in this huge industrial plant... They were, they made Transformers in World War One. I. I, she did a lot of research. I didn't write it all down. Um, basically, pre-1975. With like uranium. Right. And this thing called PCB, which is the big one. And I guess PCB does not break down is what the problem is. Um, they used to use PCB, which is like a lubricant of some sort, I guess. And before 1975, they could wash it into the river. They could like hose it off these, they would hose off these transformers and all the runoff would run into the river. They can't do it anymore. But I mean, if you do that for years and years and I don't, I don't know, it's in the sediment, right? It's in the rock. Mm -hmm. So um, Anita calls the water company and the water company, of course, says what you expect them to say, which is they're only responsible for what they put in the water now, Mm -hmm. not what's already there. Mm -hmm. If you want to figure out how to get, figure out the water that was tainted before, that's the DEP, the Department of Environmental Protection. So if they don't stop whatever that flow is that's tainted, everyone's going to get that water. So the whole neighborhood's basically been poisoned the whole time by the the giant industrial plant that's like a stone's throw away. <laughs> but no but one thought about it. You didn't. Th- how did they not know they were getting sick? What did they think was happening? That's what I don't understand. When it's just one person, it's a medical mystery. When it's everyone that lives around you, it's something environmental. Right. Or Ray was poisoning every single person in the neighborhood before he had even visited there once to pick you up on your date. Before you even lived there. Before you even lived there. Because Dee lived there. Because he was also dating Dee. We don't... But why why is it affecting them at the same time is what I don't understand. So... The people in the neighborhood, why aren't they dying? Right. Or why isn't, why wasn't D sicker sooner? Because she had been living there for longer than Anita. So she maybe wasn't using as much water and then started to drink coffee every day and use running water for it. I don't know. She stopped her sparklets delivery. So. But wouldn't it also be in your clothes if you're using a washer? I don't know how that works. I don't think it gets absorbed into your skin or anything. Flea bites. I'm just kidding. That's true. I don't know. So um, the PCB poisoning mimics mercury poisoning, but it gives you psychosis and paranoia. So it will kill you. Really fun. But yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Um, And then we find out that she still lives in the same house with the same neighbors. She's done testing on her water. She sent 
the water off to be tested and it has very high levels of PCB. So she now only, but they're not changing anything. So no, she's now only drinking bottled water for the rest using of her filters. life. And oh, filters too. That's right. She said the filters Like help. in the shower and yeah. stuff like that. And then she's probably told all her neighbors. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping force the city to like let people know in the area right. your water is right. going to make you crazy. Yeah. She's only so, told her. Exi- I hope she did a full on Aaron Brockovich and told like the whole town, though, because I don't know how far spreading that water source goes to, you know, I hope she put flyers, flyers out. up or held yeah. a town meeting, get the yeah, local absolutely. government involved, like mm-hmm. petitions. I don't know. She probably I wouldn't have had the energy for that. But she once she felt better, looked great. Yeah, she seemed to recover. I- very well. She looks adorable and her kitchen is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like she's in her, do you see how big her kitchen is? Oh, so explain what you're talking about. So then we cut to the actual woman in her. Anita. And actually not the actress playing her. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Because you said oh, her kitchen she, is phenomenal. Yeah, because in her interview, she's been in a kitchen the whole time, but then we realize that, oh, she still lives in the house and that's her kitchen. It's got to be unless she's in someone else's kitchen. Yeah, I just... It's her kitchen. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, she's... They're doing like... That might not be her kitchen because what's that house that she's in at the end? Yeah. It's like it, up it high off the It did look the same from outside, but that was a reenactment house. So... So what house is the kitchen in? That kitchen was huge. I think that's her actual house where this is all the, happened. I gotta watch... I gotta watch it the end again and I'll let you know. that they were filming. No, I know that. But when is she filming her interview? Her interview, she's sitting and every time they pan back, there's a kitchen behind her that's massive. But then at the end, they show her in the actual house and it doesn't look big enough to have a kitchen that size is what I'm saying. It would take up half the house. It's like a Mary Poppins house. It, okay. Or that. It could be that. Maybe um, it goes farther back. You know, in a lot of towns in like the Midwest and stuff, the houses go further back because they have big backyards. Yeah, you might be right. Okay, that's a good point. So um, so now it's eight months later and we get a nice little button on the episode, which is kind of cool. I don't remember this until I, then I, sorry, I did remember Maybe it. it's new. No, I thought it was new. And then there's a part the very, very end, the last two seconds. And I was like, I feel like I remember that. But I was oh, okay. delighted when it started happening. I was like, I don't remember this at all. This is it's very really exciting. Cute. So we get to follow the real Anita to the jail to pick up Ray. Ray is being released eight months later. So he is in prison a minute, like But a that year? means they started doing the show right when it started happening because she's being followed by the camera crew, presumably the same camera crew that is doing this show, this reenactment did, show. How long was he in prison? I, that If you're saying it eight months later. That's what it said. It said eight months later. Hmm. But that might be from the time she was interviewed so he could have been in prison like two years. That's what I'm saying, because usually it takes a long time for to oh pick my gosh, a story right. and to do the shooting and then to edit it. And then it goes on TV. It's a whole thing. Well, this didn't two air years. first unless they aired an update. After when did they this air? Prison. We need to know when this aired. That'll tell us how long he was in prison. Will it? Yeah. Do you know how to figure that out? Wait, but this happened in 2010. Right. He so wasn't that's what in I'm jail saying. for like 10 years. So when did it air? When did this originally air? Was it 2014? 
because that all took place. She moved in 2010, but really the ball got rolling later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she'd probably been there a year and a half. So maybe he was in for two years. Okay. It's um, started airing in 2015. 15. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So who knows when they might've filmed in 2014. And so that would put it about right because this would have started happening in 2011 and then 2012, maybe he got arrested and was in prison for two years. That's crazy. That's nuts. Oh, sorry. I mean, I'm glad they took it so seriously. I am too, but I think there's something else that happened here because I feel like if the person kind of felt like he, I don't know, comes in and says, I feel, was he violent? with someone did something maybe he was happen? violent with a cop and they added on to his sentence i don't know that's what i'm thinking but he was that very that sick was for a long time when he was in prison i was surprised he didn't heal faster there's a lot of things about this that don't make 100 sense but that's okay he, he might have been liked sick before it. i feel like if you're sick before maybe it would just like exacerbate certain problems that you already had that's right? true if he had any underlying conditions that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So he had pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so sweet because she goes to pick him up from jail and he comes out. And I was sort of worried because the actor that plays him is very handsome and he's adorable. He seems so nice. And she says how much he loves his smile. And you get such a, I did anyways, I got such a good feeling from Ray. Yeah. I was like, oh no, he's good. He's so a good it would guy. be weird if he flipped. Mm-hmm. I'd be really scared. Because you can mm-hmm. tell that he's sweet. He's a sweet-natured guy. Gentle giant. Yeah. They're adorable. A little adorable. rough around the edges, but in a cute way. In the best way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're as they're so cute, and you can see how much... And he's not mad at her. She put him in prison. Yeah. And he loves her. Yeah, he's not mad at her because she wasn't herself, and he she knows he didn't mean to do anything crazy because he wasn't himself either. Mm-hmm. And they've been through the worst. I hope they make it. Because if they make it then true love is real. Exactly. So and I can believe in something. So she picks him up and she's crying and they're hugging each other. She's like, I'm so glad you're out. I'm so glad. Um, and then te- and then at the end, they're sitting on the couch next to each other. They are. And it's really sweet. And she says, do you want to marry me? And, he, and I'm like, is she, propo-? she is kind of proposing. You can tell they've talked about it before. And yeah. he's like, He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, is that what he says? Yes, I do. Or, He's something like yep. that. Yeah. It's yep. just something. Something like that. They're so really sweet. Cute. And you're like, oh, and it's also cute because I think she was that kind of, she didn't want to go on a date with him because, you know, and she wasn't interested in that anymore. She'd been married for 18 years, was happy but with her freedom and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, nah, give, no, I'm going to give Give the nice him. guy a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I it. I mean, give him a chance, but check your water. Like, yes, yeah, seriously. I don't know what to say. This is crazy. You live next to a uranium plant, basically. Like, she didn't know what? it used to be a uranium plant, but still. What? I don't know. It, it, it's rough. It's rough when they show the fence. So if you guys watch this episode, just be aware the fence is coming and you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> How close is, was it 50 yards? 50 feet. 50 feet. 50 feet, Kimberly. Yeah, if you so that means at the end of the cul-de-sac, there's a giant fence with a no trespassing sign, and you're like, "Why is everyone weird? <laughs> what is going on with you?" And I like what happened. It must we, be more complicated. There must be than more. That. It must have been hidden, but like a fence looked really rural, shrubbery. You're not hearing buzzing from the generators or anything. Yeah. Or like the buildings are way far off, and right. there's a huge open yeah. plot of land that yeah. they pour 
uranium in. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Or you know. just trust that your government is taking care of you, you know, and that people are to... not trying to poison you. What's that movie that's out now with um, Mark Ruffalo, the one about the water? Do you know what it's called? No. It's new. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It's actually on the list of like, it was BuzzFeed or HuffPost or well, I don't know, somebody's somebody's list of like top uh, 12 most disturbing movies of all time. Oh, my of God. Of course, I wanted to know what they were. Oh, um, my God. And Dark Waters. Yeah. Oh, and you know what's what on called? the list? Yeah, Dark Waters. Came out last year, though. And I think it's on Amazon right now. Oh, exciting. And do you know what's on the list? Midsummer. Did uh, you do it? No, I haven't watched it yet. I watched instead several other B-level horror movies on Netflix that gave me bad dreams. That's unfair. Don't including watch one with Mandy Moore when she's stuck in a shark tank and a dying oxygen in her scuba mask. Oh my gosh! Why did I watch that? Don't do that, but don't watch Midsummer. It's why is it that scary? And if you if you watch it, you know honestly the part that got me the worst was the first. Um, about seven minutes. The rest of it I could kind of handle because I'm like, that's not going to. Yeah, I but like to first, trick myself. But the first part was a little, it was a little like uh, to your guts. Like it makes you like, it really upset me. And it's like partially the score and partially what actually happens. And uh-huh. you're like, no, no, no. Mm. And I almost turned it off. But then I was like, oh, they're just trying to shock you right away so uh. that everything else seems okay. Okay. It's not the R word. But it's pretty bad. Mm. So if I were you, just skip the first part. You'll get it. You'll understand what's happening. They'll talk about it. But maybe I'll skip the whole thing. Or just skip it. Yeah, I don't need bad images in my head nowadays. Instead, I've decided to finally watch the second season of Handmaid's Tale. I don't know what's wrong with me. Is it good? Yeah, it's actually good. I did, was not excited for it because I liked the first season so much. I didn't think it, it was going to be good, but I'm enjoying it's it so far. It's supposed to be good. I really yeah. want to watch. But I want to watch the, the Killing Eve first. That's Killing the first Eve on the list. Killing Eve is so good. And that's fun. That's not, I mean, it's it's supposed to be a little scary. It's like a thriller, but it's just fun too. It's like No, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm into that. I, I trust you. You're usually good on what I like. So we'll see. All right. All right, everybody. That's it for this um very special episode of a date with id network yeah that's fine a date with id a date with id Just make show sure me your show ID. me your id yeah get carded still haven't come up with anything that's better. it it's get a card- date with id has okay. uh colon get colon. carded no it's not good come on get carded oh what well, we've got time we've got some time on our hands okay let's, let's- We'll think about it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Use filtered water.